Welcome to the Modern Agile Show, episode 13. I'm here with my friends Melissa Perry and Matthew Barcom. Hello. Hello, everybody. And we are going to talk today a little bit about the product owner role as defined by Scrum uh, in context of Modern Agile. So, boy, where do we start well. at the beginning? At the beginning. At the very beginning. Always Wait, in the circle. Very good place I to don't start. Uh, How about with making people awesome? Ah. How does the role make anybody awesome? Um, it doesn't. Okay. Well, we so. should we say that we none of us like this role to start out with? So oh, you're, yeah, just be fair. prepared. The we role, think, not the people. You know what my favorite question fine. is? What the difference is between a product owner and a product manager? Ooh, what That's is the difference? One. Shouldn't be one. Okay, so they really should be product manager. Yes. But what do we find instead? Um, that a lot of people go to TSPO training and then they're like, ta-da, you are now a product owner. And they have zero domain in product management, which is all about like what you should be doing. It's like the philosophy and the domain and the practice and the skills that don't involve grooming backlogs. Well, the CSPO doesn't even cover product management. It does not at all. Hmm. It tells you how to refine a backlog. Mm. Okay, Scrum is very backlog focused. It's also, a, well, they don't use the term single ringable neck anymore, yeah. but it has that They're chickens. history for chickens. I was um, getting interviewed by, what was it? I think scrum.org or Scrum Inc., one of them. Uh, and they asked me, what would you tell a product owner who wanted to become a Scrum master so that they could be part of the team? And I looked at them and I went, what? <laughs> They said, yeah, product owners are not part of the team. And I was like, that, what? Is, that is some bullshit. That's and I think that's, that also kind of, I think, uh, touches on making safety a prerequisite because a lot of times I, I feel like the product owner being outside the team almost makes the team and the product owner at loggerheads. In other words, yeah. the loggerheads is backlog, I think. Um, <laughs> but isn't that when the logs are ahead? It's a backlog of logs. Well, anyway. Sure. <laughs> um, but that doesn't feel very safe, right? If, if uh, we craft just from out of, out of the gate this idea of a predatory product owner instead of someone who's working with the team. To yeah. yeah, it becomes more command and control. Like the product owner controls everything that you're going to be working on instead of letting the, the team help define some of the solutions and make trade-offs as well and have a healthy debate. Yeah, so what if, a, like what if a developer wants to try an experiment in production yeah. on a percentage of the customer's just to see if their notion about how to improve a sales funnel or something like that could get better. Mm -hmm. Can can they do that with freedom or do they, they have need to, to? In Scrum, you have to get it approved by the product owner. So and then it has to get on the backlog at some point. It has to get prioritized. Hmm. And then it has to fit into your two-week sprint. Hmm. I also like how uh, a lot of times in especially larger companies, all communication is almost supposed to be like channeled through the product owner and then the product owner to the scrum master yeah. and the, the team. And like, if you remember how like XP is like, you know, team members can just go talk to the customer. And it, oh, it's, what an know, idea. Well, and what, is the customer even allowed to sit with a team if they always have to go to the product owner? I don't know, how does that work? Or is the product owner the customer? And then, uh, what was that it. awful video so, about the scrum master who was like the rugby tackler guy? Yes, I remember that. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, so much dysfunction. I did. I went and I asked a bunch of people, like, why? So, if you go back to Ken Schwaber's first mention of the product owner in his book, um, Agile Project Management from 2004, 
He says the product owner is the customer, right? And then you read deeper oh, no. later, right? <laughs> it's not true. And you read deeper later, um, in a couple of years, like he explains, oh, or a proxy for the customer, right? Oh, like they sorry. pretend to be, right. which is a little bit better. Maybe but he meant epoxy, like stuck on the customer? Yeah, maybe. No? Stuck on you. Uh, so, uh -oh, uh -oh. So, the <laughs> so the product owner, um, so I went and I asked them about that. I said, how is the product owner the customer? And they said, um, I was talking to some people who were coming up with <laughs> Scrum motorcycles. Motorcycles. Uh, <laughs> come on, Lars. I swear it's a motorcycle. Like, this is the hood of it this place. It is totally not from not Mexican TV. <laughs> it's a warm day in Berkeley, and I'm just going to poke some windows. It's very warm. Um, so I asked them about this, and they said, well, they were a bunch of consultants um, who were coming up with these practices, working at banks, and the customer for them was the internal business person. So they made the internal business person like the product owner who just kind of came up with the requirements and passed it to the development team. Hmm. And that was a way for them to hold um, that person accountable for the scope of work that they were actually working on. This is like old fashioned IT shit that mm -hmm. we have to like, we, we really, really need to retire it. You can't spell shit without IT. <sighs> God. How do you get, how do, true, how true do you guys find you get awesome results where you make people awesome, the customer, you make the end user awesome. That's what modern agile purports to do, right? How do you do that? In this in this modern way, right? I think yeah, you don't have the product owner is not just the backlog jockey. They're not just reprioritizing it. To that, to me, that's an administrative role, right? Like that's that's like the executive assistant in the backlog, where you're just like, Bill, could you please move this card to position three? Three, <laughs> and that needs to have thirteen points on it right there. <laughs> you know, like that's that's all it is, and it's like, how are those points coming, right? That that's what it purports to be. Right. Um, What's better? Having product managers, I think that are involved with their dev team. So like when I teach my product managers, I, I tell them you own the problem domain. So you Who owns it? the product manager. Okay. So you're going to be figuring out what problem we should be going after or what goal we should be going after. You're involving your development team mm -hmm. and your UX designers and um, along that path to help determine what the problem is. You're coming to it, but like you're more focused in the, the problem domain and you are kind of figuring out some maybe necessary requirements, especially if there's anything, um, you know, standard or legal or anything that needs to be in there. But you're letting your developers and your designers basically come up with the solution. Like, here's the problem, guys. This is where we're going. Mm. What should we do? And right. you're, you're getting everybody in there to come up with the solution. So mm. instead of just, uh -huh. you know, saying, here, go build me this, this feature, go build me this, go build me that, like you're not passing requirements, you're passing them problems. problems. Problem, sure. Right, mm -hmm. and so you're tapping into their creativity. Exactly. To, that's just that's so much better. That's that's who said that um, product ownership is a team sport. Is that have you heard that that no. expression? Uh, I don't know if Jeff Patton said but it. I like it. It's a great. It's, it's the team sport. I think my, I might have heard Jeff Patton say yeah. it once. Um, to me, that's that's what you're just talking about there. If you're giving problems to the team that that have stem from some strategy or some vision of something what you want to accomplish out in the, out in the field. Now it's like a team effort to actually figure out how do we solve this? Mm -hmm. Not go do this, this was on the product backlog, we don't even need to discuss it. You could just pop, pop it off the backlog and do it. No point even talking about it. That's crazy stuff, because that doesn't really lead to great results. Nope. It, you, especially if they're the proxy for the customer. I mean, mm -hmm. how often have you gone to customers, observe what they're doing and learned so much about what really needs to be done? 
yep. versus like yeah. what you think needs to be done. Actually going to the Gemba and seeing what they want. And actually most product owners are either slightly glorified business analysts yep. and they don't ever get to go see the customer and the idea that they're a product is just this pass-through for a requirement. Um, or they're usually um, more senior and they're never around and they're busy with their day job. I love that. I'm a product owner, but I've got a day job. Yeah. Like, what, it's uh, a full-time job. You don't... You, it's, it's probably it's like, a couple full-time jobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't... You can't be the product owner and the head of marketing. Like you can't be the product owner and the head of sales or the salesperson. Like it doesn't work that way. You, it's a dedicated job and it's, it needs skills just like a developer would or a UX designer does. So, I mean, I know that Mary Poppendike is totally against this, this role, the product owner role. Mm -hmm. I know that Don Reinertsen, who wrote the principles of product development flow is completely against it. I know you guys are completely against it. I've been against this role for a very long time because that it is, it does become a single ringable neck. It does inhibit collaboration. It does mm -hmm. take away from the team sport of trying mm -hmm. to solve problems. Um, when are we going to get beyond it? I mean, I don't want to hear the term product owner anymore when I go to places. I, I want to hear about team collaboration. I want to hear about team problem solving. And I want to hear about teams going to the gamble, like you said, going to the customer and observing what, what, what are they doing with our software? Yeah. Like, what do they need? Even the, for the things that Scrum had that were supposed to be team related activities, I feel like we butchered them. Mm. Like, I I just learned this, I did not know this, but from all the standard Scrum stuff I saw, like backlog grooming, I see teams just do like a one hour meeting every week or every other week, where yeah. they get in a room, they go through the backlog, they rewrite the user stories so they're all pretty, and then they put story points on it, and that's it, that's all they do in the meetings. And that's the start of their work, right? I so I thought they were just playing I thought they were just playing rock, paper, scissors. He's got it, though. I mean, I'd like a they nine. They're putting story points on things. <laughs> My, I, I thought, like, that's a five. That's a five. Two. <laughs> Three. Uh, so, it's like bingo. Mm. I got a five. So, <laughs> so, we, so I, I didn't know this, and I, I always thought, what a pointless meeting, right? Like, couldn't you no do this somewhere? No pun intended, a pointful meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't intend to do that. Um, so I always thought it was a pointless meeting and people were wasting time with it. And they spent, I saw teams spend hours in these meetings too, just going through their backlogs because they have 500 stories in these backlogs. Um, and then I talked to Ron Jeffries about it at the Agile 2017 conference. And he told me, he's like, what? I don't understand why you're so upset with this. And I, I said, well, you know, it's a one hour pointless meeting. He goes, no, backlog grooming is supposed to be like 10% of your up to 10% of your sprint. And it's where you determine what solution you're gonna be doing and break it down and you story map with your team and you and you you all contribute to figuring out what you're gonna be incrementing, like incrementing or iterating on that week, right? Like what are you supposed to be doing? And I've never seen any company use it that way. Right, right. So it's like even the ones that were had good intentions, like people have butchered those processes. And well, when people you have follow any of the things that just do the thing, like um, yeah. butchered demos, demos that aren't demoing software, demos mm -hmm. that aren't demoing working software. Yeah. Um, the iteration becomes a shitteration. The shitteration. Someone, someone recently introduced me to this term. <laughs> so I didn't make it up, but we don't want to be producing You make crap. small product excrements. That's not increments, as you said. Right. So it's, uh, it's a lot of... A lot of going through the motions. We got a lot of jazz hands going on, and nobody's really dancing. 
So in my book, if you're going to like have the right kind of people chartering what to go build, you want to, of course, involve the development team. But you tend to need to have the voice of an architect, mm -hmm. a sales or a marketing type person, mm -hmm. maybe an operations person who's fielding a lot of the pain from the customer field. Like yeah. for previous Supporter, version, right. 6.2 is get, getting murdered in the field. We're working on version seven and you don't realize there's all this stuff that needs to be fixed. Hey, listen to me. I'm hearing about the pain from the customers. Operations person. Um, sometimes we've had like tech writers part of that group because they yeah. realize what needs to be written about. UX. It, it's, it's a little community. Designers, it's UX designers. Analysts. Yeah, yeah. analysts. Yeah. I've had, this is another thing I saw because um, they say it's like developers, designers, and product owner on a team. Uh, we've had it like, well, well, we can't have business analysts on a team right, or we can't have tech oh writers on a team. Oh, and I'm like, well, sometimes you do need those people. Like, it depends on what kind of work you're doing. Well, I guess in fairness, some Scrum says they're called developers, mm -hmm. but their their role could be team members. Yeah. Team team members. Team. But it's confusing people. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying here is that, and I think we all agree, is that having a cross-functional group shepherding what to build, not controlling it. The developers have, have hey, I want to do an experiment and learn rapidly. I want to try something. But shepherding it, and then there's a lead. Like we have lead developers. Why can't we have a lead customer with a little community, mm -hmm. right? That they meet together, they work together, they harness each other's ideas. The architect may say, look, if we don't fix this fault tolerant problem, the, the thing's gonna fall flat on its face in production, and I don't care about your new features, it's gotta be safer, make safety a prerequisite. Mm -hmm. That voice has to be heard. Mm -hmm. And it can't just be the, a non-technical product owner making every single decision. You're gonna, you're gonna be, it's a journey to, yeah technical oblivion, right? Mm -hmm. Technical debt um, or technical bankruptcy. And this should be like a back and forth thing, right? Like when I was product manager, I'd come to my dev team and say, hey, I need to learn, you know, what, you know, what might make people buy this or I need to learn what these problems are. Or I need to put out a test to kind of figure this out. How can we do it? How can we do it in the shortest amount of time? What do we design? Like these are the things that I, I think are criteria, but what do you guys think, right? And we'd sketch it all out together. And I'd say, well, what if I want to put like this, this in here so that I like, what if I want to put a drop down in here? Or what if I want to put this algorithm to make this show up? How much longer is that going to take? And we would have negotiations about that. And they'd be like, no, that's actually too technically complex. It'll take another three weeks to do it. And I'm like, okay, let's not do that. What else can we do? And instead of just like, here's your story, right? Go, go build me this. Um, right. Where I don't see developers push back on as much on the product managers. Uh, which also makes them resentful. And then I also don't see the product managers even asking them their opinion on these things. Right. The developers become what I call ordineers. Mm -hmm. They just take orders, don't ask questions, do what they're told, don't even like discuss alternative ways, options for how to implement that story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There could be tons of different options. Yeah. It's, especially when you're right, if you give problems, mm -hmm. then you open it up to creativity. You're working with smart people. Yeah. Like they have all kinds of ideas. Well, there's not a whole lot in at least the, the guide, right, about like, this pretty little snowman picture with regard to the product owner role, it's almost like, and thus a product backlog was born. Yeah, I know. How does it come? Where, Where it does come it come from? from? Storks, product like, storks. But new role, product storks. And product backlogs, as we know, get <coughs> so friggin' long. I yeah. mean, what about a release plan? Yeah. It's a simple release plan or a story map. I, right? tell, I tell everybody to take what they're going to release in that sprint and throw the rest of the backlog out. Yeah. Or maybe keep something for like just the next sprint, but that's it. And I've had, um, I've had managers actually say stuff like, oh, this team isn't really thinking ahead. Their backlog only goes one release out. And I'm like, good, yes. right? Because I remember like 
cleaning up at one of the companies I was at, I had 5,500 stories oh, in an wow. ice box, which was the backlog of the backlogs, right? That I had to go through at one point and delete. And you know how many I deleted? 5,500. 5,500, yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> None of them were so relevant go, anymore. <laughs> this is like we're trying to build functional specifications by creating backlogs now yeah. of just yeah. like so. gigantic lists of things to do. Yeah, because it's like, God forbid we document anything anymore. Right. So instead, we just make tons of cards. Mm -hmm. Well, there's the opposite problem where they code and code and code and never release. It's I true. call that tantric development, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well... Anything else to report on this product owner role? Are we, are we, have we retired the role? I mean, is it uh, as a result of this? Uh, it makes show? me tired a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, Pro product, product, the product owner, the product owner is dead. Long live product ownership. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? Long live product still, ownership. I like that. Yes. I, I would say we still need product managers. Yes. We need good yeah. product managers. Yes. Trained. We do not, yes. Trained product managers who know what they're doing mm -hmm. can evaluate a complex problem and yep. help lead and rally a team of experts around solving it fully on board but we don't need people to manage a backlog right and a <laughs> single ringable neck and someone who's like a jockeys around well, how many story points is that what did you say the other day we don't need administrators we don't need administrators you said something to me you said like you were looking at how long it took to do a three story point story a five oh, yeah. like if you actually start measuring the cycle time per story point label you use and you find that like oh look my my twos take two days, and my threes take two and a half days, and my fives take 2.7 days. <laughs> then what the friggin' I think we have something that we'd like to go. But the reality is, is usually it's like my twos and threes and fives take 10 days. Yeah. Please stop using story points, <laughs> folks. And, Don't use and story points. you know, consider, reconsider this product owner role completely. That'd you be know, better. No yep. points, no product owner role. Get some training in product management mm -hmm. and in better. product ownership of a team collaboratively yeah. creating an awesome product. And learn a, a little bit of math, basic math, statistical, basic math. The team owns the product outcome, not just one person. I love it. Why don't we end on that note? Sounds good. Thank you both for visiting me here in Berkeley and for coming on the sure. show. I'd love to have you back. Thank so, you. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Matt. Matt didn't want anyone, so. It was grapefruit. Bye-bye, folks.